You're listening to the Trading Matters Podcast by OCBC Securities, a show where we discuss with an OCBC Securities expert on how the latest news will impact markets worldwide, including Singapore, the US, China and Hong Kong. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker. And today we're going to be talking about FX. In the studio helping me out is Katsuki Shimasaki, who is the head of Global FX at OCBC Securities. Katsuki-san, good morning. Good morning. Thank you very much for having me. So it can be quite a complex topic, you know, the world of FX. I suppose maybe we can start off by getting a quick introduction of what FX is. Sure. Yeah. So FX, uh, also known as foreign exchange, um, it's simply just an exchange of one currency with another. So I think uh, many people have probably entered into an FX transaction before, for example, when they go on holidays. FX can be a simple conversion of currencies, but it can also be used as a trading product for okay. investments. Okay. I, I like how you bring up conversion of currencies because I know people who would actually time it just right to change money to go on holiday. That's exactly. a common story, right? But why should people consider FX as part of their portfolio? Yeah, so I think, you know, diversification of assets is very important. So when when someone is creating a portfolio, it's always good to have, you know, different types of asset classes in Mm. their portfolio, Mm -hmm. as well as different types of currencies. If we talk about, you know, the the current market environment, um, I think a lot of investors, it's a a bit tricky right now with, you know, stocks coming off, falling off, fixed income products also uh, coming off as well with higher interest rates. Commodity prices are almost at all-time highs, so is it you know is it time to buy here? Probably, you know, a little bit, little bit difficult. So, you know, FX is a, an alternative investment choice okay. for for investors like this. I think retail clients in general right now they have a lot of choices in terms of what they can invest in. You know, equities, fixed income, derivative sure. products. Um, so they have a lot of choices. So you know, things such as you know potential returns on these products, uh, how much risk tolerance they want. Um, as well as uh, the different types of currency risks that they want to put in their portfolio. These are some of the things that they should be thinking about when constructing a more diversified portfolio. Mm. I do want to talk about some of the differences between those products and FX, but you mentioned higher interest rates. I mean, that surely affects the world of FX. Generally, how does it affect? And maybe we can zoom into some of the different currencies. Uh, Of course, top of the list will be the US dollar. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, what's interesting about FX is that it's so central in everything that happens in the world. Okay. So many things impact FX, uh, things such as uh, central bank policy, uh, right. economic events, corporate flows, um, presidential elections. Yeah. So, you know, if you think back at when uh, Donald Trump was president, okay. every time he would put out a Twitter post, it would be affecting (laughs) FX markets. So, um, you know, everything affects FX. Currently, the main trend in the FX market is uh, the US dollar. US dollar is rising, you know, because of uh, higher interest rates. The Fed is uh, increasing interest rates to taper inflation. Mm -hmm. And that's why uh, the US dollar has been a popular choice, uh, really against all other major global currencies. I think something to keep in mind is whenever you're trading FX, there's always two currencies involved. So if you're trading, for example, dollar-yen, there's always the US dollar leg as well as the Japanese yen leg. So what that means is there's always two currencies as well as two interest rates involved in every single currency pair that you trade. So what's important when thinking about, okay, what currency pair should I be trading uh, is this interest rate differential. So the difference between the the interest rates of the two currencies. Mm. And what 
many people may not know is that there is actually interest income whenever you trade FX. So, for example, if you're trading a currency like dollar yen, because、mm. the dollar interest rate is higher than the yen interest rate, you'll be earning interest on that position. So, you know, this is called swap income, and it,、okay. it, it's an income that comes into your trading account on a daily basis.、Right. Uh, you can think of it similar to dividend payments for, for an equity,、okay. right? But、uh, for equities, this dividend payment is paid out every few months.、Right. Whereas in FX, this swap income that you get is paid out into your account on a daily basis. Right. And hence, you'd also be paying very close attention to what the、um, country's central bank is doing as far、Correct. as interest rates are concerned.、Uh, what are your thoughts on what's happening with the pound? I mean, it's been in the news quite a bit lately until now. You see the government kind of settling in. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, so there's a lot of、uh, interesting things that are happening in the UK yeah. right now. Yeah. So、uh, it started with the, the、uh, news around the taxes,、mm -hmm. and now there's some political changes going on. So there's a lot of uncertainty within the country as well as with the currency.、Mm -hmm. um, so that's why you have been seeing you know, the, the sterling pound depreciate across、uh, a lot of other currencies,、uh, especially the US dollar. Okay. You know, similarly, other central banks,、uh, for example, the, the Japanese central banks have been keeping interest rates very low. So、um, you're seeing a lot of currency pairs against the yen. You know, the yen side of it is depreciating.、Yeah. And, you know, for example, the US dollar versus the, the yen has been a popular trade of choice because the US dollar side of it is rising rapidly, yeah. whereas yeah. The, the central bank on the Japanese,、uh, the BOJ, has been standing pat. Mm. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on, and, and I, I have to admit, I just learned this recently.、Um, first, any thoughts on the Chinese yuan? I mean, clearly a lot of news surrounding it with regard to the zero COVID policy. And I learned recently that the Aussie dollar is also somewhat affected by that. What are your thoughts on these currencies? Yeah, so, so CNH as well is a currency that has been quite popular、uh, over the last few years. Equity prices in China have been、uh, rising. That's why there's a lot of investment going into the country. Okay. But really, since COVID and you know, the policy there has made it less attractive uh, recently. Right.、Um, so you're seeing a lot of money being poured out of the country、uh, um, okay. and you know, more investments going into you know, other more stable、uh, right. currencies. Right. Let's talk a little bit about differences.、Um, what are the differences between trading equities, fixed income products, as well as FX? Yeah, so I, th I think the main difference here is really around how much、uh, risk you want to be taking. Okay.、Um, okay. Equity is a little bit more higher risk.、Uh, as you can see in the, the volatility of these different asset classes, usually equity has a little bit more volatility than fixed income products. Fixed、mm. income products、mm -hmm. are more, little, considered more stable.、Mm -hmm. um, I guess the downside of fixed income products is that. You are essentially locking in the money until、uh, maturity. So, if it's a, a two year bond, you're locking in that money.、Uh, you can't really take it out for,、okay. for two years、uh, if you want to earn that interest.、Um, you know, in terms of volatility,、uh, FX kind of, I would say, would sit in the middle.、Uh, you have certain currency pairs that are low volatility.、Uh, for example, the US dollar versus the Singapore dollar. Uh, that pair is quite low volatility. And then you'll have higher risk currencies, such as you know, many of the emerging market currencies, like the Mexican peso,、mm. the Turkish lira. So you can invest in these currencies, which would be a little bit more higher risk. Obviously, you can, you know, there's a potential for higher gains, but there's also potential for big losses. 
what I, you know, what I'd like to talk about is, you know, why FX trading is so popular in Japan. So if ah. you look at, you know, Japan specifically, when the bubble burst in the in the late '80s, you know, the Nikkei was around around forty thousand. Okay. After that, it dropped around twenty thousand. For okay. the last thirty years or so, the the market, the equity market in Japan, has been really stagnant around twenty uh, k okay. for the last thirty years. A lot of Japanese investors. In the back of their mind, still remember what happened in the late '80s, and it makes it a little bit difficult for them to um, to trade in in equities, as they, as they don't think um, you know uh, Japanese stocks have a lot of potential to grow. Right, right. So what's happened, uh, interestingly, in Japan is a lot of people have been starting to invest into FX. Right. So they would open brokerage accounts just to trade FX. Maybe many people have heard of the term Mrs. Watanabe. Mrs. Watanabe is kind of this typical Japanese housewife that, in their spare time, they would go on their mobile phones or or uh, on their PCs, and they would just, you know, trade FX to yeah. to get a little bit of extra income. Okay. So it's been something that's quite popular in Japan, and we're actually in the current environment. We're actually seeing a lot of people transition away from equities and fixed income products to, you know, to trade into FX as well. All oh, right. So Mrs. Watanabe in no way related to Ken Watanabe. Yes, yeah. <laughs> or maybe. <laughs> uh, I, I do appreciate that explanation and it really builds this idea of how you can diversify your portfolio. Uh, are, there, are there different strategies though when it comes to trading FX? Yeah, so I would categorize retail FX trading into, I guess, three main strategies. So the, the first one is directional trading. So directional trading um, really simply means, okay, you know, I think this currency will appreciate against the other currency. So right. you buy that currency. Okay. Or if you think it's going to depreciate, you sell the currency. Um, this can be done both for short-term investments as well as long-term investments. Mm-hmm. So, for example, short-term investing, um, if you have a certain economic event, let's mm-hmm. say non-farm payrolls okay. or inflation numbers are coming okay. out, you think that's going to um, outperform mm-hmm. and then you buy mm-hmm. the currency because you think it's going to appreciate. That would be more short-term trading. And that can that can happen intraday. Another interesting way would be to uh, go into range range trading strategies. Okay. So, what this means is you would look for uh, currency pairs that have very high correlation. And an example would be the Australian dollar versus the New Zealand dollar. Right. So both of these currencies, um, you know, geographically they're very close. Both are commodity uh, exporting currencies, right? So they are they pretty much move in tandem. Okay. So they trade in a very tight range. So you kind of look to see this currency kind of mean revert to the average mean. So whenever it goes to the top of that range, you sell the currency. When it goes to the bottom of the range, you buy the currency. Oh. And you continue doing that for uh, a long period of time. So this is more of a, a longer term strategy. Mm. And then the final strategy, I would say, is the carry trading, which is becoming quite popular now. So this is what I was talking earlier about uh, the swap income. Okay. So you find currencies that have a high interest rate. Uh, you pair it with another currency that has very low interest rates. So an example would be, for example, the Mexican peso versus the Japanese yen. The Mexican peso has very high interest rates. Yeah. The yen has very low interest rates. And when you buy this currency pair and you keep it in your uh, trading account, you're earning passive income on it on a daily basis. So that's what we call carry trading. Right. Um, so even if, let's say, the, the currency pair does not move for the entire year, mm. you, you're still earning income on it because of this carry that you're oh, earning on a daily basis. That is fascinating. I suppose, I mean, listening to all of this, uh, Katsuki-san, 
if I wanted to get into FX, you know, as someone new, uh, what should I look out for? Yeah, so FX is an asset class, I guess, that's very easy to get into. It's ideal for both short-term traders as well as, you know, long-term investors. Um, and especially in the current rise in the interest rates, it also makes it an easy way for investors to earn passive income through sure. holding onto these higher yielding currencies. I think with you know any financial product though, uh, trading FX has its own risks. So it's heavily influenced by outside factors such as uh, market supply demand, geopolitical risks, economic data, monetary policies, etc. So uh, you know need to keep abreast on all of these mm. issues. Mm. Also, you know investors should always do their due diligence and understand the risk before trading in any financial product. It's always recommended that you seek advice from an independent financial advisor before yeah. purchasing any type of capital markets products. Mm, very sound advice there. I've been speaking with Katsuki Shimayasaki, who is the head of Global FX OCBC Securities. I do appreciate your time this morning. Take care and have a great day ahead. Thank you very much. This is the Trading Matters Podcast brought to you by OCBC Securities. For more latest markets insights, check out OCBC Securities on Spotify. Contents of this podcast are intended for general information only and should not be construed as a recommendation or solicitation to invest in any financial product. All investments are subjected to risk. Before investing, you should conduct your own self-assessment and seek independent financial advice. For the full disclaimer, visit iocbc.com/tradingmatters.